You're listening to Women's Dream Enlightenment, Dream Decoding, Deep Discussions, and Spiritual Stories of Self-Discovery to inspire your personal enlightened journey. I'm your host, Megan Mary, founder of Women's Dream Analysis. Let's bring in the light. Welcome, everybody. Today, I have with me Melior Sims. She is the Holistic Tooth Fairy, a natural oral health coach. She has worked with hundreds of clients worldwide to avoid unnecessary dental procedures and have better experiences with the necessary ones. She lives in, I believe it's Raglan, New Zealand, and after a diverse career from research to counseling to arts and a lifetime of terrible teeth, she stumbled on an alt-oral approach which prevented what would have been her seventh root canal. That experience inspired years of independent research and experimentation, eventually resulting in her uniquely holistic approach to oral health delivered through online coaching. Melior's new book, The Secret Lives of Teeth, Understanding Emotional Influences on Oral Health, is a comprehensive guide to healing teeth and gums with a metaphysical perspective. Welcome, Meliors. Thank you, Megan. It's a pleasure to be here. I, I love that, the metaphysical perspective on the teeth and gums. It's definitely something that I would have never considered, and I find it so unique. So I can't wait to talk about it with you today. Yeah, it's pretty unusual. So being that this is the, you know, women's dream enlightenment, um, one of my first questions that I like to start out with is, what does enlightenment mean to you? What does enlightenment mean to me? I think it's uh, being able to see beyond the surface of things and understand that there are connections that aren't in the mundane and in the mainstream um, where we're told that so much of, of what goes on around us is just what it appears to be and yet there is so much depth and you know I think that the new developments in science support that, you know, in the last 100 years or so, there's been all of this kind of quantum physics that has shown us that our human perceptions are incredibly limited about what's out there in the world. And so enlightenment to me means having that willingness to see beyond the obvious, to find meaning in the apparently meaningless Oh, I love that. I think that's so well put. And it's true, the what we consider extrasensory, right, is is just, it actually is all around us. And there's this, there's this kind of misperception in society that things aren't really, you know, things are as the same, right, versus not as they seem, and that there is so much more um, that we don't appreciate. And I think that mm. enlightenment really does speak to that. And, and the metaphysical also, because just that word is, 
is kind of an indication of beyond, beyond what we can perceive in the physical world. And, mm -hmm. and teeth is a really interesting subject because it is a physical thing, but yet, as you're going to share with us today, there is such a greater piece to it, whereas dreams are very intangible. There are things that happen within our mind, and we can't see and touch them, but teeth, we definitely can. So let's yeah. dive into that. Let's talk about what brought you to work with teeth, and how did your enlightenment journey inform the gifts that you've found you have today? Well. I started having very serious problems with my teeth. Well, probably as a child, but really I remember it starting in my teens. And uh, I was very compliant with the mainstream advice about brushing and flossing. And I tried to eat a really healthy diet and I went to the dentist regularly. I was doing all the right things. And yet my teeth just didn't behave themselves I had to have fillings almost every time I went to the dentist to fill cavities I had um, six root canals between the ages of 17 and 40 something and um, crowns extractions all kinds of things going wrong with my teeth despite doing all the right things and finally um, I took what I was used to using with other aspects of my health, which was an alternative approach, you know, to look into herbs and homeopathics and to think about the emotional influences. You know, I'd read Louise Hay when I was um, a lot younger, but she doesn't really have much to say about teeth. And so I hadn't made that connection. But once I was able to step outside of the kind of black box of the dentist knows best, and look into alternatives, my teeth just stopped having um, the same level of problems. And it felt like such a relief, almost a miracle to avoid that seventh root canal uh, that I really just threw myself into researching and learning everything I could about alternative approaches to oral health. And it was very eye-opening. And I became a little bit of a bore and, and talking about it to anyone that showed the slightest bit of interest. And uh, eventually people started kind of asking me for advice. And I became a little bit of a go-to person among my friends and family for, you know, if you've got a problem with your teeth, see Malior's, what has she got to say on the subject? And, uh, and then when I started um, offering coaching as a, you know, as a business, um, the clients who came to me very much wanted to work on the metaphysical. And I hadn't been prioritizing that in my own practice up until that point. So I really learned from working with my clients and how sure they were that this was a really significant part of the whole picture. And, um, and then that's kind of become my great passion my niche and where I've written the book about that metaf metaphysical aspects. It's so interesting. It's interesting that by stepping into your calling, you were led by those that needed you 
to actually figure out how you could best help them in this. That I think, and that's the beautiful thing about women's enlightenment in general is that you experience it yourself first. You, you experience your hardship first, whatever the hardship is. And, and you don't know why you're experiencing it. And then you discover that there is a silver lining to that. And then when you realize that other people really need to hear about that and need to benefit from that, then not only do those people come out of the woodwork, but they start to help you mold how you can best help. And so I think that's, that's a beautiful thing. It's a very collaborative process, mm-hmm. a back and forth with my my personal journey with my teeth and with my um, enlightenment and that of my clients. So, mm-hmm. you know, I always feel like I'm learning as much from them as I am able to help them. So, mm-hmm. so tell us a little bit more about the connection, the metaphysical connection with the teeth and gums. Um, so many people listening to this have probably come across the kind of Louise Hay type approach where particular symptoms have a kind of energetic or emotional meaning associated with them. But with teeth and gums, um, it goes a little bit further in that uh, it's almost more like reflexology where in reflexology different parts of the feet have different connections uh, and meanings each individual tooth each particular part of your mouth has a a metaphysical interpretation or multiple metaphysical interpretations actually because there is the meridian system which uh, comes from traditional Chinese medicine and all of the meridians pass through the mouth and so there there are are those connections with um, emotions and, and energies through those locations but also each type of tooth so your incisors or your canines or your molars or your wisdom teeth have their own particular meaning and emotional association uh, an association with a particular sphere of life whether that's work or family or when you were a baby or um, uh, your relationship with religion Um, yeah and so taking those different systems and those different layers of meaning, uh, my contribution to this work has been to to identify an archetype for each individual tooth. And it's kind of a quick, um, easy access way to understand and use this approach to see kind of almost a personality for each tooth. So, for example, the... The uh, incisors, the front top teeth, the one on the left side of your center line is the nurturer archetype. And the one on the right of the center line is the leader archetype. And so those qualities are um, uh, of those archetypes are supported when the tooth is healthy and are vulnerable when the tooth is not healthy. Wow, that I mean, it makes a lot of sense the way you talk about it, but I definitely never would have thought about that. I mean, you think about 
like you said, making that connection with the reflexology, with the meridians, with the energy. And I love the way that you've connected the archetypes with the teeth so that each one has a particular meaning, because not only did I never think about a metaphysical aspect of teeth, but I also would have never thought, oh, I have to get a filling or I have a root canal in this specific tooth, and that that has a relationship to what's going on in my life. So that, I really find that fascinating. Yeah, it's it's, sometimes it's almost like... um a party tricks and someone says to me, you know, I've got to, I've got to get a filling in, in, you know, my molar and I'll say, oh my goodness, well, that's the name tooth. Have you had any issues with, you know, your um, uh, family members who share your name? Often, you know, the paternal lineage will, you'll have the same last name. Have there been issues along that? And I'll go, well, yes. Yes, I've been really struggling with my father or my grandfather, and I'm like, wow, that's why it's that tooth playing out. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. that's incredible. So when you discover these connections, what path do you lead your clients down to? I don't want to say resolve, but to connect with that synergy that you're finding for them Mm. so I use visualization like guided visualizations a lot and I really encourage people to use their imagination and their intuition and trust those um those images and those um symbols and metaphors that appear through the in a meditative state when you're kind of holding space to pay attention to the teeth they'll present you with the connections, the information, the stories that you need. And in the same way that, you know, I suspect you work with dreams, it's like it's not a literal, you know, we're not working with kind of a literal representation, Mm -hmm. but it's like um, uh, following clues and developing um, uh, a kind of weaving together the threads of meaning from um, things that, that if you were only looking at the mundane level would just look like they were connected. Yes, absolutely. And so there's a lot of symbolism and metaphor in that, even, even in your realm where you're talking about an actual physical problem with your teeth, but there's, there's a much larger spiritual alignment going on there. And, and that's the case as well with dreams. You know, so many people have dreams about their teeth, about their mouth, about their face. And obviously it's all metaphorical when, when people dream about their teeth falling out, which is a very common dream. It usually doesn't mean you need to go to the dentist. It's really, and and now I'm going to, ask well which tooth was it <laughs> which yeah. I probably would have never asked but um, in general you know those types of dreams usually imply uh, instability embarrassment confidence fragility self-judgment insecurity all those kinds of things because of how basically of how that makes you feel when there's something wrong with your teeth, when your teeth are falling out, you're usually in your dream quite distraught, quite upset. Mm. And 
you know, I also try to make sure that the clients are always looking at the, okay, who else is in your dream? Where are you when this is happening? What's the situation? How do you feel? And all those things inform what that dream means, even though it's about teeth, the teeth are a symbol and they're a metaphor for your life. Mm. And I would encourage you also to look at the the life stage that that dreamer is in because um, losing teeth is kind of a symbol of transition from um, one stage of childhood to another, from, um, you know, entering adolescence from um, uh, maiden to mother because often pregnancy and motherhood will at the very least give you dreams about your teeth falling out, but often people do have a lot of trouble with teeth and gums uh, as a result of um, pregnancy and breastfeeding. And then uh, with menopause and that um, transition from um, midlife to the the wise woman years, so teeth can represent your fears about getting older. I mean, the dreams about teeth falling out can represent your fears about getting older. Um, but also there can be a kind of a destabilization on a physical and energetic level inside your mouth with those transitions. It's not a coincidence. Absolutely. So anytime you're at the, I call it the crossroads, and that's why I created the the crossroads dream journey for women that are going through those types of transitions. It is, it is a loss. It does represent a loss and it's, that could be any number of losses. It's not necessarily a, a death. It could be a loss of a job, a loss of a relationship, a loss of identity. So many different types of loss can precipitate that type of dream as well. So so what's the most common misconception people have about what you do? <laughs> um, uh, people, I think, are very focused on toothpaste and toothbrushes. And I find that that is not the right thing to focus on. Um, but that's generally what people will ask me before they, before I get a chance to kind of go deeper with it. Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter that much what toothpaste or toothbrush you're using not going to make a hell of a difference (laughs) that would be what everyone should stop doing so what should everyone start doing yeah so uh, I really want to encourage everyone to slow down and pay attention because um, we're so used to cramming our toothbrushing or our hygiene habits into a very fast period of time, a short period of time, daily habit. You know, most people are pretty good about doing it at least once or twice a day, but they're not probably really being fully present and mindful with that brushing. And it's a beautiful time to slow down and attend to the energetic, needs of your teeth and gums as well as the physical needs and that's where you can start to establish a um a space for communication so that um if you your teeth don't have to try and catch your attention by giving you symptoms like decay or receding gums 
if you're listening to what they're trying to tell you, the messages from the archetypes and the particular teeth, then you can interrupt symptoms before they get serious and need a dental intervention. Okay, and your new book that just came out, The Secret Lives of Teeth, uh, Understanding Emotional Influences on Oral Health. Talk, talk just a little bit about what brought you to, to write the book and what nuggets people can find in there. Yeah, so um, well, actually, first of all, I started writing the big book of everything I know about oral health, which <laughs> quickly proved to be way too big a book. And so I decided to narrow it down to this topic because there's really nothing else available on this topic, no matter how hard you look. And I've been looking hard for many, many years. There's nothing published in English of any substance on the metaphysics of oral health. So that's why I decided to fill that gap. Um, and uh, the, the heart of the book is the explanation of the archetype system, but I also give a very detailed um, uh, introduction to a number of other systems, existing systems of metaphysical interpretation of teeth and gums and their symptoms, including the most comprehensive description of the mouth meridian system that I've ever come across. And it also includes uh, a toolkit of practices, journal prompts, um, meditations, suggestions, um, suggestions for working with your inner child or ancestral influences on your teeth and gums. So it's a very practical book as well as a reference guide and an introduction to a whole new approach. I love that you incorporate all those different modalities because I do, I do as well. I feel like anytime you're going to unearth something from your subconscious that you need to then process that in a lot of different ways, whether it's sound frequencies or journal writing or music healing, uh, Reiki, yoga, meditation, of course, but there's just so, there's so many that out there, but I think that choosing, finding the ones that work for you and, and incorporating those into the healing process is, is crucial. And I absolutely believe any of those modalities can be supportive for your oral health. So, and, and numerous others that we haven't named. It's like when you start working with the energetic um, influences and needs of your teeth and gums, whatever modality like really resonates for you will be helpful for your physical symptoms. Yes, it's not yes, uh, yes. one size fits fits all. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So, so what's next for you in this journey? I know you've just gotten the, your book out. Yeah. Um, so right now, I'm really uh, focused on getting the book out to known by as many people as possible. So it's wonderful to get to talk on this podcast I love speaking to new audiences um, but I'm also started writing my second book which is called the empowered dental patient and that's to help people overcome uh, dental anxiety dental trauma dental confusion and be able to feel confident and relaxed about sitting in the dental chair when that's necessary all right well that'll be very helpful too for everyone I'm sure so what are three takeaways you hope listeners learn from our talk today? 
<laughs> well, I, I hope that people remember to slow down and pay attention in those moments where you are brushing and flossing your teeth and not to rush through them. Um, to think about the, the underlying meaning of your symptoms and how um, if you do have problems with your teeth and gums, that that's a message from your psyche. And if you can really pay attention and respond to that energetic message, then often you can uh, interrupt, stabilize, and sometimes even reverse the physical symptoms. And um, the third thing um, is that uh, if you want to know more about the teeth, um, check out the archetypes that I've written about in The Secret Lives of Teeth. There's really nothing else. There's no other uh, system like this for making sense of oral health. And um, I'm excited for people to build relationships with these personalities that inhabit our bodies. Yes, yes. Well, you've so kindly been able to offer a free sample of your book to our listeners. So we will include that link in the show notes. And how else, where else can people find you if they want to discover the metaphysical meaning of their teeth? So the main place to find me is my website, holistictoothfairy.com. And that's holistic with an H or one word. Um, I'm also, uh, every couple of weeks, I go live on a meditation app called Insight Timer, and I do live readings there for free. So you can come and ask me questions, and I'll give you an intuitive interpretation of your oral health symptom. And I'm also active on Instagram and Facebook. So come awesome. and see me, any of those places. Yes, love Insight Timer. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Meliors. I really appreciate you sharing your gifts and enlightenment with our listeners. Thank you so much for having me, Megan. It's been a delight to speak with you today. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Are you a woman wondering what your dreams mean? Are you seeking enlightenment and wanting to connect with your true purpose and higher self? Check out womensdreamanalysis.com to begin exploring the transformative power of your dreams. If you like this episode, please subscribe. If you'd like to share your self-discovery story, spiritual gifts, or have your dream interpreted on the podcast, please go to dreamenlightenment.com.